Welcome to the Jesus Heals podcast. My name is Sister Andrew, and I am happy to be with you again. And today I wanted to talk about how um, stability can lead us to deeper healing. And also, kind of flipping that around, healing can also lead us to greater stability. So, why am I why am I talking about this and what brought this on, right? Maybe you're asking that. And it's because I was talking with somebody the other day with a friend, actually a while ago now, and we were praying together. And the prayer my friend said included this phrase. They said, they were praying over me, and they said, May she find stability in the heart of Jesus. And later in the prayer, they said again, Jesus, may, may she find stability in your heart. And that line struck me very deeply. I don't remember much else of what he prayed, but I do remember those words. And I didn't ask my friend after, I haven't asked my friend what what they meant by that or anything, but it's just been something that I prayed with again and again, and it, I just said, yeah, I want, I want my stability to be in Jesus' heart. And so then I was just praying with the word stability and what it meant and what I thought it meant. And so I looked it up because I like words and you know, definitions are always fun. So if you don't like hearing definitions, bear with me, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read a definition. So according to Merriam-Webster's dictionary, stability is defined as the quality, state, or degree of being stable, such as the st- strength to stand or endure, a firmness, like firmness, and a secondary definition that's given in Merriam-Webster's dictionary is residence for life in one monastery. That's actually in the dictionary. If you don't know what a monastery is, it's a place where monks or nuns live. So I don't live in a monastery, I live in a convent. So that's a whole other thing. We could define lots of terms later, but I'm going to go into this a bit. But first off, when I think of stability, I think of like strength or like a foundation and if something is stable like it's not going to fall over <laughs> like if it practically speaking if if the table I'm sitting at right now is stable I can put stuff on it and it's not going to collapse but if somebody says oh that table or that chair isn't stable you're not going to put stuff on it you're not going to sit on a chair that somebody tells you doesn't have stability or if you do you know you're kind of risking that you could fall or that it could just break apart, right? So we value stability in certain things, in most things. There's something sh- sure about the situation. If you know it's a stable situation, the situation at home is stable, at work, you know, things are stable. Everybody knows their their responsibilities, we're going ahead, there's no um, surprises that are going to come up. Um, but I also often more often than not, when I hear the word stability, I think of the second part of the definition, the residence for life in one monastery. So this is often connected to to a group of 
men and women, monks and nuns, who are called Benedictines, after the Saint, Saint Benedict. Um, and they actually vow, so we make vows of poverty, chastity, and obedience. And I, I do want you to bear with me, this whole podcast is not going to be about the religious life, but it is part of my life, so it's how I see this. So bear with me if you want to hear about stability and healing. Um, but Benedictines make a vow of stability, meaning that they will stay in residence at one place for their life. It doesn't mean they never leave it, like they can travel if they need to or whatever. Um, some groups have more strict rules on that, but but you know they're not going to move around. So in, in my life as a sister, I haven't lived in one city longer than two years since I entered the convent. So for the last 17 years, I've moved every year or every two years. Um, today. Sometimes I go back to the same city after some years, but you know it's not consecutive years in the same place. So I have a really close friend who's a childhood friend, and she's a Benedictine nun. And so where she is, she will be there in that city, in that town, God willing, for the rest of her life. And we always laugh when we we write letters to each other and a couple times I've gotten to visit her and um, we laugh because she'll say like she could never do what I do because I move around so much and I'll say I could never do what she does because she never won't she won't move um, for, for probably she won't move for the rest of her life unless they like build a new house somewhere or something so my life is quite different than hers and Outwardly, you might think, or I might even think, um, I don't have much stability because, again, tomorrow my superior could call me up and say, we need you to go to California. We need you to go to Louisiana. Um, even, like, we need you to go to another country. That doesn't happen as much for us, but it can. So there's a lack of stability you could see there. But I can still have stability, even if I haven't made a vow like my friend has to stay in the same monastery for the rest of her life. And we should all have stability. We need that. So for all of us, our stability might not be found in a physical place, a house or a job or school or whatever it's going to be. So, so where do we find stability then? And I think the prayer that my friend prayed over me, may she find stability in Jesus' heart, sums it up. And that's it. Like, everything else can really change. Even for my friend that's in a monastery, she's in an abbey, actually. Um, you know, something could happen and they could have to move. And they would, you know some a host of things could happen that makes somebody have to leave the property they're in and then move to a different place or leave the job they're in and switch jobs or switch careers there there's so many unknown things so really for any of us to put all of our kind of hope and stability in these things that can change that's that's hard 
and well, yes, we need, we need stability in our life. We need schedules and things. Those are good things. But if with, in the midst of all of that, with the stability of my job or my schooling or my spouse or whatever it is, my religious community, ultimately underneath all of it or supporting all of it is this stability in Jesus' heart. That we can find our stability in his heart. So whether you're a Benedictine monk or none or not, you know, the monks vow stability not because they like their house or because they don't want to move because it's stressful, right? For anybody that's moved, you know, it's, it's a lot of work. <laughs> but really, the monks and nuns that vow stability, they stay in one place so that they can more keenly focus on the Lord and on their prayer. So knowing that they're going to be there in that place gives them a freedom in other aspects of their life. And they have, ultimately, their stability is in the heart of Jesus. That's what their vow is about. Because again, things can happen, places can change, and they would need to move. But the stability in Jesus' heart, our stability in Jesus' heart, isn't just for the monks or the nuns or the sisters or priests. It's for everyone. And as I was praying about this stability, I was just thinking how instability, when we have stability, we can go deeper into our healing. Even if it's an outward stability, like things are going well in our job and in our home and, and everything, all of those things are in place and stable. Then we can have the space in ourselves um, to, to go in our deeper in our healing. When things are all in in flux and not stable, then I don't know about you, but at least for me, I I can't go deeper in my healing in those times. I, I can go a little bit, but if if there's so many variables out there, then I I have to pay attention to all those variables. I, I can't take as much time as I would like to see how the Lord wants to heal me, what the next step is in my healing. It's just, it's too many things to juggle. So with stability comes healing. But also, as I said at the very beginning, in healing, we find stability. Because when we go deeper in our healing journey, and I believe all of us are on it. I think everybody in the world <laughs> is on a journey of healing, whether they know it or not. And when we go, when we get take the next step into our healing, when we have a breakthrough or whatever you want to call it, and we get to the next layer and, and we find healing there, then it's easier to find stability, not in outward things, but even, and not even in ourselves, but really we find the stability in his heart, in Jesus's heart, because he's the one who's healing us. So instability, we go deeper in healing. And in healing, we find stability. Because we realize in our healing, we're given more freedom. And even some of the outward things that can be variables, that can change, they might not affect us so much. Because some of the wounds that they might touch on, if they've begun to be healed, 
at some at some level, then then we won't be so um, thrown off, right? When when things change. At least this this is I'm speaking for myself. So if this resonates with you, you can let me know um, in the comments or whatever. Um, if you know me, you can text me. But yeah, I think there's something to this. And so this prayer, I, I've been praying it a lot just for myself and for my friends, for anybody, for, for all of you who listen, that that we might all find stability in Jesus' heart. Because the journey toward Jesus' heart is the journey of healing. In our healing journey, we're just going deeper and deeper into his heart, into his love for us. Because that is where we will be, we will be completely healed. And everything, everything will be stable then because we'll just be with him. That's, that's all of it. And so I was also reflecting on some scripture passages. Um, I just Googled like Bible and stability. And I found, I mean, there's quite a bit. But even, I'm, I want to read this one passage from the prophet Isaiah. It says, Trust in the Lord forever, for in God the Lord we have an everlasting rock. So again, it's like, it's helpful for me to pray with images. And so when you think of a rock, like a big rock, it's not going anywhere. It's, it's going to stay where it is. And, and it can be a foundation of sorts um, for something else. Right? So the Lord is our everlasting rock. He's not going anywhere. He is the ultimate stability, right? <laughs> He's everything. So God and Jesus, He's, He's our stability, and we can have stability in Him. Because while everything else can change, everything else, anything else can change, He doesn't. And His love for us doesn't change. And I know we hear this a lot, like that God loves us. He always loves us. His love is unconditional, but it's true. And if when you hear those phrases, I know for myself for a long time, when I would hear people say, well, God loves you, it felt trite to me. And if I knew it was true. I knew, I knew what they were saying was true, but it didn't really help me or make me feel any better. It was like, well, he loves everybody. So you're supposed to say that. You know, I'm supposed to say it as a sister. I'm supposed to tell people God loves them. But it's it's really true. And if we have a hard time with that, I invite anyone, um, and I have to do this myself too, to ask Jesus to show you. To ask Jesus to help us see how his love is really unconditional and it's different from the love that we can give each other, even in our best intentions. You know, um, even with our best intentions, the people we love dearly, sometimes there's still conditions there because we're, we're human and we're not perfect. So even in the best of situations, the love we experience on this earth from other humans is not often rock solid. It can be an image of that. There are some very beautiful relationships that can be an image of God's love for us, and that's beautiful. And when you find one of those, treasure it and thank God for it. So just to say, 
you know, God is our rock and our security and our stability. And then another verse that jumped out to me kind of when I was praying about all of this was from St. Paul's letter to the Galatians. And St. Paul reminds us, it was for freedom that Christ set us free. Therefore, keep standing firm and do not be subject again to the yoke of slavery. And at first glance, you might think, well, that's different because stability is like security and staying in one place. And um, now we're talking about how we have freedom in Christ and Christ set us free. And, and freedom means like I go wherever I want. Um, and that can be a part of it, like you're free to go wherever you want, but, but Christ set us free to be with him, to be standing firm with him and to not be a slave to sin or to the other things that distract us from him. So freedom is not like freedom from, you know, stability or you know, freedom from things, but it's really a freedom for, a freedom for union with Christ and fullness. So freedom and stability go hand in hand and because they're all rooted in Jesus. And in that stability and in the rock that Jesus is, we will continually find deeper healing and in that healing we'll find more stability in our life more balance in our life more freedom in our life and so i'm still praying with all of this and maybe i'll share more about it in another episode i don't know you know whatever the lord decides whatever jesus inspires me with but I just want to pray for everybody now to take a minute to pray with all of this. And again, if you have specific comments or anything, feel free to, or specific thoughts, feel free to put them in the comments. Um, comments are always welcome. So let's just take a moment to pray. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Holy Spirit. Come be with us now. Anything that clouds our freedom, anything that clouds our vision from the freedom that Jesus has for us, take it away. And Jesus, I pray for each one of us, for everyone listening, that everyone might find stability in the heart of Jesus. And this stability will grow firmer and firmer. And as we go deeper into Jesus' heart, we find true freedom and deep healing with each moment. Jesus, I pray now you can show us in our prayer anything that's distracting us from you. Anything that's giving us a false sense 
of stability, anything that we're holding on to to make ourselves stable that isn't you. Whether that be a job or a title or a position or money or a, a skill that we have or another person in our life, whatever we're holding on to and we think that that makes us firm, that that makes us stable. And we take that and we entrust that to Jesus. And he can show us that our stability is found in him. Any ways that we're trying to find freedom on our own, away from the Lord, trying to grasp for our own freedom, any ways that may be, we just release them to Jesus now. And we say, Jesus, I give you this. Jesus, give me your freedom. Anything that's holding us back from accepting the freedom of Jesus, anything that's made us a slave, we might not like that word, but anything that's holding us back from our true freedom, Jesus, take that now and break those chains. And whenever it comes up again, we, because things do come up again sometimes, we just bring them to Jesus again and say, Jesus, take it. Jesus, I give you permission to take these things from me and to give me deeper freedom in this area. I pray that we may find stability in Jesus' heart. May Jesus bless us all. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you so much for listening. And know that always I'm praying for all of you. And please pray for me as well. And yeah, let's just keep praying for each other. God bless you and thank you for listening.